Hello and welcome to a brand new installment of Nintendo News Report for January 18th, 2018. I'm Alex Kalafi, your host for this episode and many of them, joined today by two of our regular Nintendo News Reporters. I, of course, I am joined, as always, by the legendary Canadian, mostly cardboard, Donald Terrio. Hello. Hello. Happy anniversary to the Fire Emblem Direct and the last time we heard anything about Fire Emblem on Switch. That's right, that's right. Although, if rumors hold true, we could see a brand new Big Direct next month, but I don't believe it! Also joined also joined by Justin Baruby. How's everybody doing today? Uh, do, you be- do you believe that rumor that there's going to be no. a, another Direct? Yeah, me neither. No, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're Justin's not getting a... another direct till April, May at the at the. He's too close to E3. It's got to well, be like March. They do, well, I'm I'm thinking. I think they've done this in the past. Where they do like a pre E3 direct, maybe focusing on 3DS software, and then all switch stuff for E3. Something like that could happen. That's why yeah. I say that. Yeah. Although Justin, if Justin seems a bit chipper tonight, it's because he single-handedly willed Project Giant Robot back into existence. I know <laughs> it's I'm back. Saying, it's back, guys. I was sad to see it go, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> it's back, and now twenty dollars more expensive than a regular Nintendo Switch retail game. So I hope it's worth it. Uh, just kidding. I'm, I'm not that salty on it. We should talk about the big news—the news that happened yesterday. The reason why we decided to wait until at least Wednesday, but ultimately today, to do this episode. Nintendo announced Nintendo Labo in a three-ish minute video, just under three-minute video that they released on their YouTube channels and social media yesterday, where they revealed a new series of software and cardboard accessories coming to the Nintendo Switch. It uh, it does come with a cartridge-based game, but it allows you to make these modular cardboard projects that that allow you to set up things like a piano, which takes two hours to build, and this big robot jetpack, and then you combine the cardboard and the software, and it kind of looks like old Nintendo, and, and I think that's really cool, but, but the whole purpose of this thing, you should look at our news story on NintendoWorldReport.com to get all the details. The coolest thing about this is that it's it's for kids, and not only is it for kids, but it teaches kids how to build things and it teaches kids to be more than a passive consumer of technology because it teaches kids like, like how the infrared stuff works and, and other such technology, which I myself would like a basic lesson on when, when this comes out on April 20th in, uh, in two packages. One, a variety kit that can create two RC cards, t- two RC cars, a fishing rod, a house, a motorbike, and a piano which will retail for $70 and includes the software. The second kit, the robot kit, which is kind of like a rebirth of Project Giant Robot, comes with everything needed to make a Toy-Con, which is what they're calling these cardboard projects now, robot suit, and the software to interact with it for Nintendo Switch. The robot kit will retail for $80 US. Wow, huh? Yeah, this is some cool stuff. Uh, the collector in me is like a little scared because it's made of cardboard. And I want to buy uh, extra of everything of the cardboard. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know how long this stuff will last. Even the string and everything. Uh, so that has me a little bit worried about the durability. But overall, I think the concept is really cool. 
and I think it's going to appeal to a lot of kids and a lot of older people as well. Not everybody. I know there's people who don't care one way or another, but I just think it's awesome what they're able to do with the technology of the Switch and just some pieces of cardboard attached to it. Yeah. Yeah. TRBR in the chat says, I will sell you my collection of Amazon boxes for $5,000, a deal at Nintendo price, uh, a deal at Nintendo prices. And that's the criticism that this is getting is that a lot of people are suggesting that you are paying $80 for cardboard, which doesn't sound like it's exactly the case. It sounds like you're no, paying for the software could... and the cardboard, exactly. but the cardboard. And I think I read they will be selling replacement parts in some way. I'm guessing from their online store, but maybe they want to make that stuff available more readily in retail locations as well because not everybody even knows nintendo's online store exists to be honest right right it seems like that's the early word that there will be some way to get replacement parts and i'm guessing it will not be 40 dollars to get the cardboard parts for piano yeah i hope not i mean and it would be nice i'm also if nintendo doesn't do it somebody's gonna do it and get high quality scans of all these things anyway so people can print them on the cardboard somehow so yeah the um the the pr that we got for this yesterday confirms that there's going to be a customization set that includes stencils stickers and colored tape but that's pretty much the only thing they've mentioned so far that's yeah you can actually see what those look like but... on the website which is pretty cool and uh one thing i did want to talk a bit about with the whole labo concept is i saw alex on twitter you compared it to the 70s nintendo stuff Specifically, the, I didn't. Well, I didn't mention it, but I was thinking of the Duck Hunt toy. Yeah, I wasn't even um, thinking of that one. Uh, they also did the car that's like actual cardboard, right? Like they've done this kind of thing before. Yeah, they have a, they have a line of toys from the '70s, and I'm getting a lot of. The, I've known about some of this information, but a good website for some of this, a good resources, uh, but the blog before Mario, so you could check that out. Mm -hmm. But uh, they had a whole uh, paper model series that they used to do, which reminds me of that the whole cardboard thing. Uh, and the RC car reminds me of the weird vacuum cleaner Nintendo made a while ago. Uh, Chiri Tori, I believe is how it's pronounced. Sorry, I don't really know Japanese. But uh, also, that came with this sticker sheet as well, which has like the same type of sticker sheet that's coming with the customization set with like eyes and stuff on it, which reminded me of that. And yeah. the, the dollhouse thing reminds me of this line of toys they had called the People House, which was like this house-shaped... Uh, cardboard dollhouse you could put like your dolls in that they sold and uh in the video where it showed the dollhouse or the house type uh labo it had uh pictures of the hanafuda cards on the switch screen is like decor in the house which i thought was another nice nod to the past nintendo stuff yeah yeah I'm I'm in I'm curious to see how the games are going to go. Unfortunately, I'm really not that coordinated with putting stuff together, so I I might have to hire a 12-year-old to actually do this for me. <laughs> yeah. So I can so I can I mean, it, but when you watch it. the video, it looks like it really walks you through each step and you could view it from different angles to know exactly what you're doing, which I think is really smart. Uh that's kind of a step ahead of Lego in some ways because sometimes those Lego instructions can get a little confusing. Yeah. But now that you can like actually rotate the image and like see it from different angles is a very clever way of tackling this problem. Yeah. But I think I think the big appeal for this is just that there's been a lot of move toward getting kids into doing more, you know, creative things aside from just looking at screens all that. 
And this is definitely one of those things where you're going to see at, at the very least, it's going to be, it's like having a little maker kit in your own home that hooks right. up to something that as we'll talk about later, you probably already have. Mm-hmm. So if, so if they, if they iterate on this enough, if there's enough, and if there's enough software that that's in, intriguing, at least intriguing enough to, to justify a pretty steep premium, even if it is 69 bucks for the basic one, then this could be a hit. I mean, and if you're worried about Nintendo not producing enough software, well, for a hardcore gamer, well, we've got two Bayonettas, a Dark Souls game, and Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze all coming out on Switch in the next three months, so three to four months, so you should be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So do you guys think the the software will be available on the eShop at all, or is this going to be exclusive to the cartridge? Oh, it's going to be cartridge only. This is going to be one of those. I'm I'm convinced. Unless... Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of thinking that as well, because it's still that whole package. Once they attempt to divide it, the value proposition of that being an $80 package, I think drops significantly. And I think the only way to sell that experience and then to, to justify the $80 is to sell it all together. Once you split those things apart, even if it, the $80 does make sense, it stops looking like $80. Yeah. I think another reason why it won't be on the eShop is because it is being targeted at kids. And I can just imagine families who have multiple switches and they don't want to have that software locked down to one system so yeah it'd be nice to be able to just pop the cartridge out and like if you're a kid and give it to like a sibling without having to worry about that odd eShop limitation with accounts and all that nonsense yeah cherry goblin says i have a feeling an eventual star fox will use labo and and i think that's an interesting idea if not starbucks starbucks star fox specifically <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it would also be potentially compelling for them to just sell little $10 cardboard string kits to go with like AAA Nintendo games that aren't necessarily exclusive to Labo by any means, but do have a Labo way to play. So it's almost like how Resident Evil 7 on PlayStation VR has a full VR mode. You can play Star Fox entirely with a Labo play style. Which I think could be cool. The the Labo percent runs for Dark Souls are going to be amazing. Because <laughs> yeah, you can saying, make a fishing rod, and then you can totally yeah, do the. Saying, uh, but what was it? Soul Caliber with the fishing rod, or was it something else? No, it sounds about right. Soul Caliber with the Dreamcast fishing controller. Sure, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was saying, I think uh, Steel Diver is going to come back as a Labo. That'd be cool too. I like Steel Diver. It just seems like the, t- the way they use the touchscreen on the DS, the 3DS, and everything, I just feel like it's almost a sure thing that they're going to make some sort of submarine controls out of cardboard. Yeah. Yeah. TRBR says, LOL, you think the cardboard alone will cost less than $40? You new to this world? I think it will, personally. And, and yes, I am new to this world. Uh, 1994, I, bless up. I, I think... 20 bucks is the absolute 10 to 20 dollars is the absolute max they can get away with for selling what is essentially cardboard unless they put something extra in the in that package yeah yeah he also adds customization set is 40 dollars worth of a 15 dollar trip to the craft store well for one trbr you're being particularly sassy tonight uh it's always welcome but (laughs) a very sassy trbr night what i will also say is that if you are one of these people 
who is is anti-cardboard and you want to game the system wait like three years for this cartridge to be 98 cents at a GameStop. And then after that point, go to a local library in a big city where they have a 3D printer. I have one relatively near me. Have them print out all the plastic parts, buy some string, and then make a next-gen compatible version of the robot suit, and then have a great time. Or not a great time. We don't know how this robot game is going to be yet, but we'll see. Yeah, and I just want to point out that the customization set is nine ninety nine, so yeah, I don't, I don't know where the forty dollars. Well, the customization set is is tape, and it's stickers and stencils. Stickers and stencils. I, I think mm-hmm. we're talking about the actual, the actual cutouts, the the okay. cardboard sheets. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But but I mean, if they put those if they put those stencils online, which it sound sounds like at some point they will, then. You could probably run that run that through some other way. Yeah, yeah. He he does add jokes aside. I think they should have made it standalone with a cheap tablet device. Risking a three hundred dollar console and a cardboard thing is a hard sell. Which I disagree. I don't think they're risking a console on cardboard. I think they're risking the cardboard thing on the console. Um, mm. But if the if the cardboard is as cheap to produce as you posit it may be, then. They might not be losing that much if these turn out to be a flop. Though I low-key expect these won't turn out to be a flop, especially by the holiday season, when they probably release 3, 4, and 5. I mean, there's not a lot of games out right now, but the Labo kits are like some of the top-selling video game stuff on Amazon, which is usually dominated by whatever third-party game, whatever big Microsoft Sony PS4 game is big at the moment and PSN cards and Nintendo's regular stuff. So this is, there's clearly some demand for this and some interest because I think this is the most effective three minute video, three minutes of video they've had since the switch video launch. Yeah. Yeah. TRBR does, does correct my, my suggestion of his point. He does says, no, he's suggesting kids breaking shit. So like, uh, buy buy a six to twelve year old kid a three hundred dollar console to play with some cardboard, and then they might break the cardboard and the console. Although some some people on Twitter have made the point that this is not for three year old kids who will tear into literally everything. It's more for the six year olds to the twelve year olds. So going into nearly a teenager to yeah. six year olds. Granted, I broke a lot of shit when I was six, but I think the risk significantly goes down from a two or three year old playing with this thing. Like it's meant to teach kids about engineering. It's not necessarily meant to just be a, a fun frivolous toy. And if there's, and if you're dealing with a six, seven year old kid, there's a very good chance they're going to have parental supervision and they'll be and and the, and obviously the parent it's on it. The onus will then be on the parent to make sure that, that the kid is careful with what this, with the console parts of it. Yeah. Though, do you do you buy the talk that the the fact that this form factor, like the, they're so specifically designed around the current Switch form factor, means that there's not going to be like a bigger Switch or a Switch Mini? Mm, in the next... It's it's more designed around the Joy Cons than the Switch itself. I feel now. Granted, the house does have uh, a part for like like the Switch tablet, but. I think in two uh, years, there's still room for something. I think it's just new kits 
will only be compatible with or some might be compatible or they might have two cardboard pieces in it if the cardboard is that cheap you know there there are things they can do yeah i mean even if you make a smaller version of the switch that might be some sort of labo compatible cardboard sleeve you can fit your new smaller joy con in or something <laughs> right right and and part of me feels that Either the Joy-Con won't change size or whatever the Switch Mini ends up being won't have necessarily the form factor of being able to plug into a TV. Or at least it'll need a completely separate dock and it'll be a completely separate situation. Like, I feel like this Labo is meant for this kind of Switch. And I just, I don't see this being a problem in the future. Yeah, I just, if they do bring out a new form factor for switch in the next couple of years. If this, if Labo is still a huge deal for Nintendo, then you're going to run up against the issues like, okay, do you need to do, do you need to delineate what switch this is designed for? Or do you, like you said, just throw both, both form factors in the box and hope for the best. Right. Or they could, they could sell two versions. I doubt they will, but I think they could. Um, NSA Penguin OT asks, do you guys think Nintendo will make more Labo sets if it's successful? I think Nintendo will make at least a few more Labo sets, even if it's not that successful. I, I think they'll only make a few more, but I think they'll they'll make at least a few more. I've, There's things I've, in the video, we don't know what they are yet. Like the, the bird, and there is, it looks like a shotgun and a camera. And <laughs> There's the man. That, that's yeah, the, the memeified. <laughs> <laughs> Who looks like the, the SpongeBob meme, the SpongeBob caveman meme. <laughs> yeah. Although I think I think my favorite meme out of this so far has been uh, Sp SpongeBob and Patrick playing with the box, Squidward playing with the VR helmet. <laughs> so Cherry Goblin had something to say about that. He thinks that Labo is Nintendo's answer to PSVR, which is which is interesting. It does it does remind me of that tweet I read by. Who was it? It was uh, oh, it was Liam Robertson, and it has like it has all three companies. And he goes, Microsoft, what if your body was the controller? Referencing Connect. Sony, what if you had VR on your PS4? Nintendo, what if you were the Arby's Twitter guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, they they called it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then they ended up retweeting that stuff. It's it's. <laughs> As they should, because Nintendo's turning everyone into the Arby's Twitter guy. Yeah. So that's Nintendo Labo. 420, 69 bucks. Let's go. Nice. <laughs> Wait, so nice is 69. Is 420 a Lamau? Uh no, 420 is just because, well, soon to be legal in Canada too, by the way. And yeah, I'm in Massachusetts. It's uh, it's up here. But isn't isn't there a thing you're supposed to say on social media for 420? Uh, I think you're just supposed to post while high. Okay. <laughs> but it, we if we go any further with this line of talk, we're probably going to get demonetized. So let's move on. No, no, no. Let's let's keep talking about it. I'm just kidding. I I think this is awesome though. I did have the robot sitting in my my amazon cart last night i was like i kind of want this thing it's project giant robot and it's also this new nintendo cool thing and i love the way it's selling itself and it sort of harkens back to old nintendo toys but then i think about it and i'm like i live in this small apartment 
even if I did want it, I don't have anywhere to store a jetpack of that size. I don't know anything about whether it's going to be good, and this thing does not seem to be rushing to selling out. Well, Alex, uh, you could always deconstruct it and put it back into the flat sheets. Oh, yeah, six hours each way. <laughs> <laughs> Great idea, Justin. Yeah, I, I think that that's all there is to say about Labo for now. It's, it seems like there's going to be more towards launch. They're doing events in San Francisco and New York where families, and I think the stipulation is like at least one kid between yep. the ages of 6 and 12 must be in attendance for you to be there. And then like places like Time and Verge, they all they all got their hands on this stuff well before this video, or at least a couple days, probably. I should ask my parents to take me, and I'll like go and have one of those propeller hats. And <laughs> <laughs> how do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> oh, I'm here to check out the labo. Uh, NSA, do you think? Do you guys ever think the labo sets will get a price drop? Maybe, but it it doesn't seem like a very. It seems like a thing that would go on sale, but not necessarily something that would get a price drop. Well, the 20% off does work on Best Buy if you have Gamers Club unlocked. So that's yes. something to look into if you're looking to get it for a little cheaper. Right. Oh, Pete says, I wouldn't be surprised to see Labo DLC where you get a download code and some cardboard sheets. Probably easy to blister pack. That's a great idea. Mm -hmm. It'd be like a Disney Infinity thing, but it'd probably be much cheaper. Yeah, they got to put something on the shelves. Considering my local Walmart has had the same twelve Ryu amiibo for like the last year and a half now. Oh yeah, the the amiibo game is so weird right now. Walking into a Target and seeing like twelve Doctor Mario, and then like you're not sure if it's rare or not. The answer is probably not. But but every single store I go into, they have a completely different lineup of amiibo. Yep, and uh, World of Nintendo is bad too. If you look at that stuff, it's flooded with really old stuff like Animal Crossing figures that they can't get rid of. I hey, where have I heard that before? <laughs> I know. It's very similar, and you're... Uh, <laughs> Animal Crossing toys do not sell in North America. That's mm -hmm. the lesson everybody should have learned over the last few years. Yeah. It's a really tough lesson for me, too, because I was hoping that because the games were selling that people would care about KK Slider as much as I do, but that does not seem to be the case. I, I have a World of Nintendo villager toy, yeah. but... It, it doesn't stand up very well, even though I like the fillet figure quality. You're not supposed to take him out of the box, Alex. Let's be honest. <laughs> God <laughs> forbid I play with my toy. Didn't expect anybody to do that. The it's hard uh, enough to find them to begin with. The the local boutique of electronics I went in today. They had three of the retro packs, three of the Me Fighter packs, and like four of the Metroid packs. Oh wow! And if I already, and if I didn't already have Mister Squishy, I probably would have grabbed it. I only want Mr. Squishy is the thing. And I don't even know if I want Mr. Squishy that bad because all my cool amiibo, even the duck hunt dog that I, I was so excited for on this very show a couple years ago, collecting dust. So I, I've, I literally put mine in bags, although that was because I was transporting them to for the amiibo meet where mine took up half a table. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that. That's all. That's all we can get out of Labo for now. What we can get something out of is the switch sales situations 4.8 million switches in the u.s in 10 months that's a lot donald yep they um they've so they've are officially passed the wii u in japan partially because they stopped tracking the wii u when it was down to like 12 uh the the npds came out today uh nintendo had their best month of hardware 
since 2010, which was the last big years for the DS and the Wii. Whoa. So and that now that's counting Switch, 3DS, and the Super Nintendo Classic, but that's still two, Nintendo sold like 2.6 million units of hardware in one month in the US. We were talking about this before the show. I, I forgot what you told me. The, the Switch has to have sold the Wii U, outsold I, the Wii U, right? I there was some there was an analyst for analyst estimates are putting the third like the third financial quarter sales, the October to December, at about seven million. Which at that point, yes, they would have passed they would have passed the Wii U sometime in December. Okay. And given given the performance we've seen, like it's the best selling game, it's the fastest selling game system in the history of the U.S. in the history of Canada. It's, you know, it's doing PS2 numbers in Japan, so it's outselling like the PS in some months at the PS4 in places like France and Germany. I'd say, yeah, the financial results come out in about two weeks, and at that point, we will probably hear yes, there are over fourteen million we or fourteen million switches in the wild. Bye bye Wii U, hello GameCube. But Nintendo won't announce that. They won't announce that it surpassed the Wii U. Uh, they, I don't think. The, they won't make a big deal of it because I think the Wii U is about to get the same treatment that the GameCube got for most of its life or most of its afterlife. And it, it's not quite virtual boy levels of burial, but they'll just say, we're at 14 million and everyone will connect the dots. No, 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 no. You're mistaken. It's not going to be the GameCube. It's going to be the PlayStation Vita burial where all of the great Nintendo games are going to get recycled for the next generation, and then the earlier beloved platform is going to lose a good 30 to 35% of its identity in the process. You mean like it already has with, Bayon with Bayonetta, Donkey Kong, and Hyrule Warriors coming out in the next four months? And Mario Kart. Don't forget Mario Kart. Mario Kart is uh, such Mario. a fresh port that you wonder if they're even going to do a new one. And Pokken, and yeah. Mm -hmm. but if we're not there by now, we probably will be by the end of 2018. Yeah, yeah. Which, in that case, give me Tokyo Mirage Sessions and Xenoblade X, please. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Justin, you, you were saying something? Uh, I, I think Donald really did touch on an important point there, that the identity is being stripped away from Wii U. Uh, from a business perspective, this is good. Uh, I do think there's some games that we may not see crossover. I know some people are waiting for Fatal Frame to crossover, and I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Uh, Mario Maker would be nice. I've mm -hmm. talked about that before. I've One of my guesses was Tropical Freeze was going to be coming to Switch, and now it is. It just seemed like a no-brainer since it sold pretty poorly on Wii U, and it's a good co-op game, I guess, for those Joy-Cons, so it just connect the dots there but the tropical freeze really didn't compared to the system that it was on tropical freeze and the original donkey country returns they have actually similar attach rates it's just well tropical freeze is on a system that did about a sixth of what the we did mm -hmm. yeah because it, it ended up shipping more than a million and i think the last number we had for returns was north of six so well, I yeah, think it's it, a really good game, and it really does deserve another chance at life, like a, to be discovered by more people. So this, I'm excited for it to come back out. Yeah. And, and funky mode. <laughs> and I might play through it with funky mode because I've already 
completed the game 100% of the main quest of the game. So I don't know if I want to put that much time back into it. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like that game, but I think $60 is a big ask. I think the problem is that I don't know if that, that game's ever going to drop in price. Mm. Why, why, why do you think sixty dollars is too much? That's like a standard price for the game, right? No, yeah, I mean you can probably get it, it for fifty. It's too anyway much for me. It, it's not. I'm not necessarily gonna uh, argue it's too much for anyone because because they already like showed through Hyrule Warriors and through Mario Kart that they're capable of this. It's just as someone who already has the game digitally on Wii U, even though I don't necessarily want to take my Wii U out for more things than than I have to. $60 is a lot for one new mode and better portability. Yeah, it's fair enough for you, but I'm just saying as like a general product, I think. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's okay. Good. It'd be better off at 50, but I think it's okay as is. Mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, here it's probably going to be 80, but I I will be I'll be I'll be looking for ways to to bring that initial investment down a bit, but I do want to get back into it because I didn't actually beat returns on our tropical freeze on Wii U and yeah if if I can have it to bring on the bus it's like having the 3DS version of uh, returns to beat the Wii one yeah yeah I, I think it'd be cool if they did a double pack with returns I'd, I'd definitely pay $60 for that but that'd be a lot to ask as for the top tens, Donald, wasn't there wasn't there a little? Oh well, 3DS sold more than 750,000 units for its biggest month since December 2014. So ura to that. But yeah, and that, yeah. And, and December 2014 was Pokemon Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire Christmas with a side of Smash Brothers. So that's the yeah. kind of things that they were doing in December. But uh, well, tell me about this top ten for the for for the combined the platform top tens or whatever. Obviously, Mario Odyssey is going to be in the front. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and Zelda are going to be after that. Xenoblade is in a respectable place, but I'm talking about the combined top 10s or 20s, yeah. Donald. The, the, yeah, the, the, the format top 20s, Mario Odyssey was like the third best individual selling game of December, and it's also the third, it's also third in the combined charts. And, yeah. then, Mario, and then Mario Kart 8 is fifth, and Zelda is ninth. Mm-hmm. So which is, which is that's that's running up against things like the eternally selling Grand Theft Auto Five, your Call of Duties, which is obviously number one again, and God help us, Star Wars Battlefront Two. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. to have a game that's literally only on one platform swinging up at that level with uh, with those buses, even if even if it's on a revenue based chart, that's still really good. Hmm. I agree. I absolutely agree. Impressive uh, yeah. numbers. Impressive. Very impressive. The SNES Classic Mini is doing pretty well, too. What wasn't it like? Uh, it, it was over 350,000 based on based on mathematics from the numbers that we got out of the... Yeah, it, it's way more available now, by the way, as Nintendo promised. It seems like even the eBay prices for it are capping out at around 110, maybe 120, and that number seems like it's only going to go lower. So let's hope Ooh. that uh, trend follows through and they start pumping out more NES classics. Yeah, I, I hope so. I'd be interested in NES classic. Maybe I'm not I'm not convinced, but I might be. Oh, and I, I totally missed this when I was doing the news story earlier. But hey, Xenoblade 2 made the top 20. Oh, good for them. So that that should give you a hint as to how well it's selling. It's a good game. 
Nintendo Selects line for 3DS expands in North America on February 5th. Next month, 3D Land, Link Between Worlds, and Ultimate NES Remix are going to be 20 bucks US, 30 bucks Canadian, while the same prices will be applied to the digital versions. I think 3D Land is, is maybe my favorite 3DS game. Link Between Worlds is a lot of other people's 3D, favorite 3DS game. And I think Ultimate NES Remix, while your mileage may vary, I thought it was a great game. So, yeah. I mean, you have a very, you have a very, you have the only post Mario 64 3D Mario game I've 100%ed mm-hmm. in 3D Land. And for my money, the best Zelda game that's come out in this millennium. And yeah. and Ultimate NES Remix is a fun little fun little collection too. Twenty bucks is the right price for it, certainly. It's um, a, it's a good. Best I game. love the NES Remix, and oh, that yeah. one does have the Speed Mario game on it, which I think I had second place in North America for best time attack on that for a while ago. I haven't checked it in like a couple of years, so people have probably crushed it by now. But that that game is fun, and it's a new way to play Super Mario Brothers, a strange way to play Super Mario Brothers, and more challenging. So. If, you want a harder Super Mario Brothers that's sped up? Definitely try it out. It's a the whole package is fun. I think I think the I think the only really surprising thing is that I, I know they've been on the discount line in Europe for a while, but I'm surprised they hadn't been put there in North America. Even yeah. because I know 3D Land had a price drop at one point and where it went down to 30 US, but the fact that it's only now reaching you know selects pricing is kind of surprising considering it's. God, it's almost seven years old now. I thought it was already twenty bucks for some reason, but I guess I stood corrected. You know I how know. Nintendo is; <laughs> it's going to be late before they drop those prices. Yeah, I, who else is extremely ready for Kirby Robobo to join this collection? Because I want to, I want to buy a twenty dollars copy of Kirby Robobo so bad, but I'm not willing to pay a penny more than that. Even as good of a game I hear that is, the other thing is Paper Jam. I also twenty dollars really want Paper Jam, but I don't even twenty dollars and one cent want Paper Jam. Yeah, I I went in a little deeper than I should on should have on Paper Jam, in all honesty. But you know what game I am honestly shocked is not Nintendo Selects yet. What? And it has the sales to justify it. Fire Emblem Awakening. No way. That's not on there yet? No. That that has never dropped in price. In fact, I think it's probably out of print now. Unless you go digital. So, that I mean, it's the... <laughs> it is already the best-selling Fire Emblem game. But Nintendo could probably make a few bucks off the DLC on that, too. Yeah. And um, then I mean, it's, they could always add more as the year goes on to kind of give the 3DS a shot in the arm, so maybe that's something they're saving for near or around when the Switch version of Fire Emblem comes out to try and get people to graduate to Switch who really like Fire Emblem on 3DS. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Nintendo Selects. There you go. Uh, we, have a, we have a couple small little game news stories before we talk about the news story that I was not excited about at all, but then Donald clarified something for me, and then I became very excited about. The The first thing I want to talk about is the Scribblenauts. Scribblenauts Showdown is coming to the Switch, among other platforms, on March 6th, developed by not 5th Cell. No, 5th Cell at this point is basically two guys running the running the 
something out there to support the older Scribblenauts games, maybe, and maybe some mobile stuff. But other than that, it's it's being handled by a completely new studio. Yeah, and it looks really cool. It's it's a multiplayer focused Scribblenauts game that will also have single player challenges. But okay. it, it seems well, it seems like I think I think I read something on Twitter about that. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm like eighty eight percent sure. And it seems like a multiplayer Scribblenauts, like Imagination versus Imagination, is a very compelling video game. I just I hope this new studio pulls it off. Yeah, there's one one word I'm expecting that will not be in the dictionary for that. I don't want to say any more about it. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But suffice it to say, it is a large reason as to why I bought the original Scribblenauts. Yeah, Scribblenauts is a fun video game. Or I, th- I think it's a very fun concept for a video game. And I think it, it has a lot of very fun challenges in it. I, I always... I always felt that maybe the Scribblenauts games didn't have the legs that I wanted them to. Like it was, it was a lot of fun for a few hours. And then after that, I was like, eh, I had enough. I'm kind of with you on that one. Yeah. But I'm, I'm very, I'm always excited about the idea of a great idea for a Scribblenauts game. I just, I, I feel like there's room for a better Scribblenauts game. <laughs> Maybe this is it. We'll find out in March, I guess. Yeah, we'll find out in March. There's one other game that I want to call attention to, and usually I'm not calling that much attention to indie games. It's just because it doesn't necessarily come up. But there's this game that I've been seeing on Twitter that uh, ex-Nintendo World reporter Tyler Olu pointed out on uh, on his feed. It's this game called Paddlebox, which is going to be coming to Switch in early this year. And it is a Kickstarter kickstarter game developed by a studio called bromeo i i feel like that's a new studio it looks like a new studio and it's gonna be a punch out inspired boxing game that has this weird dungeon element and it has this weird story element and it has this amazing black and white sort of warrior wary look to it and I'm very, very excited. It's it's P-A-T-O-B-O-X. I think it's at PAX South right now. And there, there's a pre-purchase through January 31st for the Steam version where you can get it for, I think, maybe 10% off or something. But I, I'm personally very, very, very excited for the Switch version based on what I've seen so far. It, it's the Their picture on Twitter, at Paddlebox Game, is, is a duck with with boxing gloves so there you go I, <laughs> I i if you want a badass looking game i recommend looking into pato box and i did i dm them today i asked them if there was any chance they could give me a more specific release date but they said early 2018 which means probably before march 31st not that fiscal years matter to these people but probably by the end of this fiscal year so there you go there's, there's a cool looking switch game for you I, I i think that brings us to our very last story doesn't it is this the main event the main it's not the main event no. but it's maybe my main event and it may be justin's main event too detective pikachu coming west it's it's not only coming west but it seems like the recently announced episode two of detective pikachu by the way this all got announced the the morning after the, the Nintendo Direct Mini. It's coming to March in the West on March, March 23rd. 
It's going to be a retail version. It's going to be 40 bucks, but it's going to include both episodes. And it seems like it's going to come with its uh, special. Well, it doesn't come with it. You got to buy it separately. But there's a special limited edition oversized amiibo of Detective Pikachu. They'll be released at launch. The amiibo unlocks short videos that contain helpful information pertaining to the case. Uh, missed some of the Pika prompts during your investigation. Don't worry, the amiibo will unlock those too. I think it looks really cool. And I wasn't excited at first because I thought they were just taking episode one, which was an eShop-ish, budget-ish game, and then just putting it out for 40 bucks in the West. But if it comes with the complete package, I'm tentatively excited to play this video game. And then the amiibo is what, 30 bucks US? Yep. 30 bucks US for Amiibo that is, I, I think they said it's three times larger than the normal Amiibo. So it's probably about the size of my fist and I could probably kill somebody with it. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, the thing that worried me was they called it a special limited edition Amiibo. I believe that was the exact terminology Nintendo used, but uh, I got one pre-ordered today. Uh, so that stress is gone, I hope. So, <laughs> I mean... I don't know why you'd come out with this Pokemon game, which seems to have this broad audience, and on 3DS, a system with a huge install base, and then have special limited edition Amiibo. I don't know if that's just some weird marketing thing they're using, or if it actually is going to be hard to get, but I, I, think it, I, I think it's as limited as the Halo 5 Cat Helmet Edition, Ooh. if that's any help. Uh, Justin, do you remember that, that specific limited edition? No. <laughs> Do you know anything about Halo limited editions? Uh, I know for a while I saw some stacked up, I think, in a Best Buy. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. You know everything you need to know about Halo <laughs> special editions. They get stacked up in Best Buys, and then you can buy a Master Chief helmet with, with the full game for 60 bucks, but that's still too much. So I, I think I saw the Halo 5 one down to 20 Canadian. Uh, like that's in- like free and real money. <laughs> Yeah, that's like uh, it's like I don't I don't have an Xbox One. I have no intention of buying an Xbox One. I almost want to buy this. Yeah, yeah. I I I'd, I'd be interested in twenty dollar version. Actually, no. I have a copy of Halo Five next to me, and it's sealed right now. So I guess I guess I wouldn't be interested. Yeah, but I I got I got the Amiibo pre-ordered because it'll go to my PO box. But for some reason, Bandit two one from Amazon. Um, I might have to call them tomorrow and start screaming. But I'm I am intrigued by the. I've always been intrigued by the game. It's just I didn't know how they were going to localize it. Just because I knew they would eventually. There's a there's a Detective Pikachu movie coming out in May of 2019 with Ryan Reynolds in the lead role. So you knew it was going to come west at some point. But if they're going to do it on 3DS, cool. I can deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I'm watching the trailer as I listen to you. And I have very mixed feelings, let's say, about the voice acting of Detective Pikachu. The one take I like is when Detective Pikachu uh, talks about how his coffee smells so good but that's the one part of the trailer I'd say I enjoy. I I, I still think it's a cool looking game. Mm -hmm. It's it's because it's not Danny DeVito, isn't it? When I, when I got Danny DeVito in my head, I would accept nothing less than Danny DeVito. (laughs) (laughs) A 70 year old man who like exclusively does high art and always sunny in Philadelphia. (laughs) 
So <laughs> the gang solves a murder mystery with a rat. <laughs> I I'm very interested in this game. Assuming episode one and two is the complete story, which I think I'll pick someone's brain on after it comes out. Even if it's not, it wouldn't surprise me if they came out with some sort of sequel when the near when the movie launches. Like like a switch sequel slash port? I don't even I would don't know if I'd go that far. Maybe just I don't think there's going to be a life for 3DS next year. I don't know. I mean, we've been saying that for how many years now? I don't and, even know how much longer I can keep saying it. And, and and yet they went out last last month and sold 750,000 of the bloody things in the US. Yeah. 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 I mean, if it just keeps selling, I think they're going to string it along. Like I hey, like got- I've been saying for a long time 3DS and now how they're pushing 2 the 2DS models more, especially with new 2DS XL. It seems to be the budget gaming platform, and they could ride that out for a while by adding more selects to the lineup and by lowering the price of the units even more. So I think even if the 3DS family of systems doesn't really appeal to us as much by then, which I, it's already starting to fade for me with the amount of attention my Switch is getting, mm-hmm. I think there may still be a market for that for younger audiences because... Like I've been saying, right now, the Switch is too expensive for most families, I think, to consider buying one for each person in the family. That's fair. That's fair. I I think the people are worse voice actors than the Pikachu Mm -hmm. in this game. I think the Pikachu might actually be the best acted thing in that trailer. But it it has like a cheesy anime feeling to it. And And I enjoy the fact that they're trying to ground some realism in the Pokemon world, even if it is a rated E realism. I, I I just I just wanted to be like a forties noir, like L out L A noir, L A noir. <laughs> I L A noir. Did how far are you in L A noir now, Donald? I haven't gone back to it. Okay, okay. I think I think L A noir does the detective thing rather well, at least for its first half. I if if you want a detective game, I I recommend you go back to it. But that's just me. Well, maybe I'll just wait for Wolf Among Us season two. Have you played Wolf Among Us season one? I did. Uh, it's that, really good. It's the first Telltale game I beat in about six years, and it's also the one that randomly started speaking German at me in episode five. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Bethesda of 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 talky yeah. games. Tell it's the Telltale uh, Bethesda games are the Telltales of RPGs. Yeah, yeah. Have you played Walking Dead season one? I tried the first episode. I cannot get into zombie related media at all. All right, I, I I feel like Walking Dead season one is an important game and maybe the best one of those they've done. But I will admit I enjoyed the world of Wolf Among Us enough, enough that yesterday, apropos of nothing, like hadn't thought about Wolf Among Us or Fables or anything. I just thought to myself, maybe I should read the Fables comic book at some point. Yeah, Wolf Among Us is a really, really good telltale game. It's probably the other good one besides Walking Dead Season 1, and mixed feelings on Season 2, but I think Kenny is awesome in it. Um, but Wolf Among Us Season 1, Walking Dead Season 1 are, are the two Telltale games you need to play, and I think a Wolf Among Us Season 2 could potentially be a very, very compelling thing. Yeah. No Telltale games coming. Actually, no, that's not true at all. Batman Season 1 came to Switch, right? Yeah, and Sli- Minecraft. And Minecraft. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if once the episode, like once all of the episodes are out, 
that we start seeing some of those games come to Switch, like Wolf Among Us 2 and... Batman 2, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're waiting. All right. I think that's a full Nintendo News Report, gang. Yo. Thank you so much for listening. Patreon.com slash NWR. Support Nintendo World Report, the website that supports our show. Uh, Look us up on iTunes, iTunes, Nintendo News Report. You can get our podcast version. And uh, there's some good stuff. I highly recommend our last two episodes. They were very, very good. I think this one was quite good, good as well. I would also say go to NintendoWorldReport.com and check out some of our nice written content. Follow Justin on Twitter at KingNintendoFan, K-I-N-G, NintendoFan. Follow Donald Terrio on Twitter at DonaldMick, D-O-N-A-L-D-M-I-C-K. And you can follow me on Twitter at C-U-L-A-F-I-A. That is our show. Have a wonderful night. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Later, everybody.